drugs are menacing our society. <laughs> Listener's discretion is advised and a disclaimer that any of the expressions or the views or opinions expressed here on the Black Euphoria Sex Talk podcast are those of either 13 or his guest or any of the guests that are involved in the live shows and the live tapings. So listen to this at your own risk. I am your host, 13. I'm in the middle of watching Jeezy versus Gucci. And I say, you know what? I'm going to just put out the live that I did on the stereo app on Tuesday. So, um, on Wednesday. I'm sorry. I apologize. So what you can do is enjoy. And, um. You know the vibes. Let's get straight into it, y'all. Black Euphoria Sex Talk Podcast. What's up, Marty? What's good? How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. And yourself? That's good. That's good. I'm doing all right. Um, how long you been on the app? I just got it recently. And I'm excited to debate and stuff like that, but it's kind of dry right now. You're excited to debate, huh? So you need somebody to debate with. Do you have anybody in mind? No, you could be my future debate partner. I appreciate that. I got a question for you, though, while we sit there asking for What's up? What is a side nigga? A side nigga is somebody that basically comes in the other person's mouth fulfilling the other person's needs. That's a side nigga. Okay, so that's somebody that steps in or Side nigga, um, he should be loyal to you or not? That doesn't even matter. Like, he shouldn't be messing with you. No, your side nigga is your side nigga. He can do what the fuck he want to do. Okay. All right, so if he can do what he want to do, let's do it like this. Let me ask you one more question. Let me ask you one more question. 
You go to the movies and I don't know what movie it is. It's, I don't even know what good movies is coming out, you know what I'm saying? COVID has got everything shut off and shut so I don't even know what's a good movie coming out. Right. But let's just do it like this. We're going to go see uh, Queen and Slim. We're going to go see like The Avengers or something like that. Random movie. You go into the movies, you just go, it's random, whatever you got your side to go to. And you see your main nigga. With his side at the movies, and you see him, but he don't see you. What do you do? Why not? Why y'all not? both doing the same shit. Y'all both doing the same shit. I'll just be like, okay, so this is who you got. Okay, this is who I got. So you just gonna, you ain't gonna cause, it, it's gonna be an uproar in the movies. Like, you know, she ain't just gonna be, you just ain't gonna take it. No, because we Are both you? in the wrong, so I'm not about to get mad at you. I'm about to pop my shit and waste my energy. On getting mad when you feel me, you doing the same shit I'm doing. Basically, technically, it's basically an open relationship. Might as well. That's what you gonna tell him? Yeah, might as well. This who you fucking on? Okay, this who this who I'm bringing to table. If you don't like it, then get the step in. If you do like it, then continue. What you say? You willing to lose the main over the side since he was basically willing to do the same thing? You willing to lose? No, but we're both in the wrong. Yeah, y'all both in the wrong. So what you gonna risk it all? You just gonna go all the way out there? Like, he gonna look at you different after that, you know that, right? And I'm gonna look at him different after that. Yeah, y'all both should <laughs> look at each other. That's what I'm like, saying. You both in the wrong. Out there in Hawaii, you having a good time, you and your girls, and whatever. You there with your guy, whatever, too. You know what I'm saying? Y'all all kicking up a good ass time. And y'all, you know what I'm saying? Leaving the club, y'all walking down the alley or whatever. It's dark, and all of a sudden, you see a man just come out of nowhere, kicking a woman down with a knife, like cut up. He kill his wife. Right? right. The police come up to you, and they like, no, I know you saw it. They saw you, they know you, you know what I'm saying, he was around, you a witness. So, you snitching or you let it go? You, know you hold it down. You don't know who that is, Um, that's somebody's life, so I'll just give as much information as I could. 
Um, or I'll just leave. Just call the ambulance and leave because I don't want nothing to party with. I don't want that nigga kill me. I'm trying to figure out. No, no, no. The police is already there. They Enjoying yourself and they just ruined your night, low key though. I see, I see where you going. Yep. That's what's up. So, what was you gonna debate about on your show? Um, the election. I was thinking about doing that for right now. I don't know what to debate about or what to talk about. I like that you're asking me questions and stuff. I don't know. We could probably do it or something. Cause you have good stuff. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I, I, I was on here on election day. I had a live and I spoke for a little bit. I probably talked, that was only about 35 minutes with somebody, but the person was right next to me. We both had an app and we tried to use it and the mics interfered with each other right next to each other. So I learned that that night. So I was really trying to uh, work out some bugs and stuff like that because I run my podcast on YouTube and other channels like Spotify and stuff like that. Um, so I was just trying to find something new that would actually work. And this is live and it's actual people that are coming here to say something to us. If yeah. Yeah, that's what this is. Did you really get enticed by like competition? Uh, no, not really. It's not really about the money or the competition. It's just, you know, just to talk, just to hear people, see their thoughts. That's what's up. That's what, I, that's what I'm in for. I'm trying to get what people think and where they come from. I don't want to be a judgment person. I'm not judging at all, but I just do want to see what people are thinking how they feel. Mm. What you eating over there? You can hear me smacking, huh? Yeah, you, you drunk some water Wing today? When you huh? stop? You drunk some water today? Mm-hmm. Okay, see. How old are you? 20. I'm about to be 21 November 30th. Yeah, that's why you don't drink water. You need to drink some water, okay? I love water. When you get done with your chicken, make sure you find you a nice little bottle of water. What's your favorite kind of water? I'm about to say flavor. What's your favorite kind of water? I don't have a favorite kind of water. I hate Arrowhead. That's the only water I won't drink. Arrowhead. Where are you from? I'm from the Midwest. Where are you from? Cali. Uh, LA hat. I, I got a question. Do you look like your uh, emoji avatar or whatever? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I do. That's funny that somebody asked me, do I look like my person, right? And I put right. this on my podcast because this was, uh, I just put up a bunch of stuff about me 
you know, working out the bugs of the show, put it on YouTube, and I listened to it. I heard my reaction. I was like, wow, I really did have a reaction like that. There was a little girl. Her voice was really small, so she might have been small. She might have been big. I don't know how old she was. Never going to just ask me that stuff. But she was a girl, but she had, like, a face of pop smoke or, like, you know what I'm saying, a face of tanned up or whatnot. Like, it was weird. The hell? Yeah, and then I had a reaction like, oh shit, like, what the hell is going on right now? I don't know. <sighs> but I so how was you What did you do today? So what? So what did you do today? Uh, I got to just go and put out my podcast, my, uh, my little segment. I call them splits, but they're really like clips. People take clips of their, uh, hour-long episodes and stuff like that, I took uh, a split out of one of my episodes and posted it up today, and uh, she me a whole new one. Uh, what was I talking about on the other day? This was uh, episode 14, right? I think it was episode 14, and uh, the segment is about right after George Floyd passes, it's... It is. I can't remember what I put up there because I'm thinking about. I'm always thinking ahead. I'm thinking about what I'm putting up on Monday. Uh, mm. What did I put up? Because once it's out there, I'm done and stuff like that. I try my best not to worry about it anymore. Just I'm gonna just people. check you out. Oh my God! What did I put up there? That's bad. I'm going blank. You got your YouTube channel on here? Um, not on here. I should put it in my uh, bio, but I don't think I have it. Definitely put my Twitter on there, I believe. That is crazy that I can't remember what it was. But basically, I think it's uh. Oh, that's crazy. Now I gotta click and look at it. I'm trying my best not to do that. Find videos and self defense laws against the police. That's what it is. Damn. Right after. against the police instead of constantly hearing just defund the police, just get rid of the police and that just makes more sense to me. But what would make more sense to me is uh, self-defense laws. When you oh, see yeah. a shit that you don't, you know what I'm saying, you're able to jump in as a citizen and say the shit is fucked up. Right. Yeah, I'd rather that. So that's what that was. And I think that was probably, I made that the turmoil.
Because he was going to talk about the election. What else about the election? I didn't vote, but if I would have voted, I would have voted for Trump. Uh, and the reason being is because he's just—he's ignorant, but he's just real with us. He's not hiding anything. He's not trying to buy us. You know, he's not trying to be fake with us and like you know stop us in the back or anything like that. He's just who he is. You know, he's a businessman first before anything. So I just look at him as, you know, a level up for African American people. If they start getting into these books and start learning about the government, you know, and opening up businesses and stuff like that, you know, because he, to be honest, he's when it comes to that, he's very smart. Right. He's the businessman first. Yeah, he's a businessman at first, and that's how I see it. Now, Biden, I don't know what the hell he is. All I know is he likes what he likes. Even though everybody say what they say about men sometimes, like, they'll say anything. Like, you know, oh, he did this with a girl, yeah, I don't know what Biden does, but all I know is Biden was the vice president when Obama was, and he signed a lot of shit for these jail houses and stuff like that and I just I'm not gonna He's a politician. He's somebody that is um, about himself. But uh, if you really are really paying attention, it's um, a lot of people getting money from overseas and they get this money in real real weird ways. And Donald Trump is somebody that was not accepting of yeah. I everything in the United States, so I get that. I didn't vote either, and I would have voted for Trump. And I knew he wasn't gonna win, so I didn't vote. I voted yeah. to go for Bernie, and Bernie wasn't even on the ballot, but I still voted for him. So my vote went anywhere for anybody. I mean, it was just a number out there. I don't know what they even call yeah. it. So. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So I didn't vote, but I feel you though, because uh, that's exactly how I feel about him. It's just he's saying what he feels because he's got so much business to have. So he's not really thinking about empathy at all. He's thinking like I'm crunching numbers, like I'm trying to get yeah. stuff done. And in business, for real, you can't really think about feelings like they just go straight. You can't. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel that, man. I wear these nasty-ass shoes. People laugh at me all the time. Like, why do you wear those nasty-ass shoes? And, like, these are my big daddy trunks. So, like, you wear these when you don't know. These are my shoes. Right. <laughs> people be like, okay, why you like them? I give them reasons why. It's, and it's not like you like them. It's just shit is getting done. Shit is actually being Yeah, played. like, come on it's, now. How many times are we going to keep on replaying history? That's all right. I have to say. Like, enough is enough. Like, like you said, make America great again. Make it great again. Bring out all yeah. the races. Bring out all these people. Let it be a war. Let it be known who we are. You know, and because we should be equal. It 
It shouldn't be a race. We're American. We come from America. Most of us, our ancestors were from Africa. You told me we're back south or whatnot, but we're American. And right. Americans, we don't. <sighs> we don't, we don't, don't, we don't want to go nowhere else. We really don't. Nope. We don't want to be nowhere else because it's a lot of stuff and a lot of countries and stuff like that that's beautiful, but when the sun goes down, the city shuts down. Like, we don't understand. We can get up at one o'clock in the morning, walk into Walmart, and buy up the stove. Like, we can't do that shit nowhere else but here. That's crazy. But I got a question, though, since you uh, said that about um, we should be equal. Um, There is a game that's being played. And if the game is being played, there's, uh, let's say, what will be considered the ball in possession. And somebody is trying to win at the end of the day. If everything is supposed to be some rat race, a game, a marathon, a race, or something like that, there's always a finish line that somebody is approaching, and there has to be a winner. Why do we as black people still want to be so equal when white people are really winning? They have a different fault process in everything where they want to win, and they are doing everything that they can to win. When I say well, uh, see, team, well, I'm, I just mean like this. Well, there's a team, and they are owned by a white person, right? If they want keyword to team to go out, of, well, no, I'm just this is in general. Like this is a businessman who owns all of these people that make all of the money, right? He owns, makes all the money, and in order for his team to win, or in order for him to stay successful, he's gonna have to hire black people in order to win. He can hire all the white people he want to hire because he's racist. But if he want to win, he's going to hire black people. And that's just how I look at a lot of shit. It's like, really think about it. They're trying to win. And at all costs, even if they'll put you in a position of, oh, I'm black and I can do this and do this and that. They're really still just trying to win. They're not trying to be equal. Why do we black people want to still be equal? So um, I feel like the reason why we want to be equal is because of the simple fact that we get treated so wrongly. And like you said, like white people, they have this mindset of, you know, they get what's theirs and they win. And we do too, but we do it our way. And people don't like it our way. We go to jail, you know. It's like night and day, basically. The white people are day and we're night. You feel me? Like we doing the same shit that they're doing. Like Trump is the biggest scammer. Trump is like the biggest. When this trillion dollars came through, I'm pretty sure he got a lump sum of it because of his business. You know, he's very smart. You feel me? So, with that being said, a lot of other people ate too. Black people ate. We ate off of the EPD shit or whatever you want to call it. You know, but some of us went to jail. Some of us didn't play our cards right or, you know, you did some dumb shit. You feel me? So, at the end of the day, it's all about how you play it. I feel like we want to be, I feel like equal. We just want what's ours, which is nothing, to be honest. Shit. You got to earn it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But we earned a lot. 
We did earn a lot, and we just need our spot. We need, we, I think we just need for when we walk into the building, that door not to close on us. Because, like, when we walk into that building, there's such nice stuff going on around us, and we go in there and say, it's my turn. We get to, to that damn door, and all that party and all that good shit going on in the back there, they close the door on us. That's what we need to stop at. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I feel. It's good, man. It's good that you feel the way that you feel. I like that. It's good. It's, look, that's refreshing to talk to somebody who's on election day. I did speak to somebody who felt the same way, but they weren't able to articulate themselves and tell me how they really felt beyond the fact that. Like Obama said, it's time for a change or whatever. We can, yes, we can. We can change. It has started since then, and the shit can really be. I don't know. I just think to make America great again slowly just really messed everything up for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that really messed everything up for me. Well, he wasn't lying. He was. He was doing it. I give him that. Bringing out all the people. Yeah, I agree. Making it uh, great and stop like just exporting everywhere. I mean, like stop getting everything from everywhere else. Just make everything in the United States and sell to everybody else. How we used to. ripped a hundred dollar bill on accident well my my wallet ate it up mm. and once once it was ripped i'm like this is just paper like i can't spend it i can't do nothing with it it's just paper literally you can you know, spend it it's ripped you can spend it it's a way to handle that you can take it to the bank and you can do what they do for it and put that money right into a ways around that. There was a guy who was asking me about money and I felt about money right before I got on to talking with you. That's weird. That's weird. You went to saying how you felt about money. You said, oh, it's just paper. I told him, I said, I feel, you know, when you got bills and stuff like that, it's good to have the money to spend it, but it's sad to have to give it all away. Right, right. Yeah, so I mean... He was saying money is an element that's here. I, I call it an element. Money is an element that's here that we have to deal with. It's just right. part, of our, the part of life that we just have to deal with. So. Right. It's life. Like, why yeah. do we go back to the trading days? You said what? I said, why can't we go back to the trading days? Imagine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people still, but that's the thing. Money is the thing that we trade, so that's just became that. So I don't, I don't know what what other things would we trade today if we could trade material shit. Yeah, I'm saying what material shit would we, what would we 
Like, say for instance, I'll, I'll trade my car for whatever is worth that. Okay, now that makes a lot of sense because if you're a house, you know what I'm saying, you want to, uh, you know, refinance or whatever, trying to make your money back on home, trying to uh, do another loan on it, shit like that, to do whatever else you got to do. Yeah, having a loan, that shit sucks. But having a trade that's worth something, uh, something of value, that would be, yeah, a nice way to go about shit. But I don't think people, people are afraid of that now. People still try to do that. People are still afraid of that now. That's crazy. That's crazy. My grandfather was trying to my grandfather was trying to get rid of a bed one time and he was like do you know anybody that want to buy a bed and this was like maybe a year after like this bed book and then this shit was going on I was like yeah I was like don't I want to buy no bed like we even got that we can't even get rid of yeah nobody's gonna buy a bed <laughs> yeah nobody buying a damn bed I had to tell him over and over he like you sure you Say I got a bed, you'll say, nah, I don't like want it, yo, is it still in the plastic? Right. It's not in the plastic, I don't want it. Right. What other stuff did you want to talk about other than your election? Uh, uplifting African American people. Um, hot topics, stuff that's ha- happening on the economy, anything, to be honest. Okay, makes sense. Well, my, my podcast is basically about that type of stuff because I haven't been able to, I, well, I am trying my best to separate my, I would say PG, sex talk stuff, and then some X-rated P, uh, X-rated PG stuff. Okay, PG X-rated type of stuff over here and the actual X-rated stuff over here. So I'm Oh shit, let's get X-rated. Oh, oh, oh. I don't have an X-rated question, I don't think, right this second, but I do, you know what I'm saying, do have that side of what I do as well. Would you date an escort? Like, would you let your girl escort on the side? That's, like a no fun, that's a funny nope. thing that you ask. No feelings. She that. has no feelings for guys or anything. She just likes the money that's coming in. And because sex sells. I mean. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And it's funny that you would say that because I dealt with a situation that was like, right? Mm-hmm. I was telling the girl because when we first got together, I knew that she was up to that kind of shit before, okay? I get with right. her. We're together for about a week. I find it myself. And I go online and I'm like, oh, shit, okay. I see, okay, alright. Okay, alright, I know what's going on. I know everything in detail. She pitches and all this shit. Cool. Right. I go to her and I say, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? She was out of town or somewhere like that and she was coming into town. And I was like, you know, when you get here, we need to talk. I know this and this and that. She's like, okay, so we go eat, 
and we talk about it. We sit there, and she's like, yeah, this is like this, and this, and that, and other. So I do this, do that. And she starts telling me some other stuff, and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I really don't need to know about that, but all right. And we kept it. We, we played it cool for a while. It was cool, but she got to a point of she felt like she couldn't continue to be that, be that open of a person with me to continue to just be like, yeah, well, I'm about to leave out and go do this. I'm about to leave out and go do that. Yeah, it got messy, it got stupid, and it got to a point where I was getting angry because if it got to a point, she don't want to mess with me, but she'll say some shit like, she on her phone and she'll be like, well, I gotta go, go do something later on. It gets like that sometimes, though. Hold on, it does. Because I'm like that. I be feeling like, uh-uh, like, whoa, that's different because... Like my my dude or whatever sugar daddy whatever you want to call him, he's fifty five. And I recently just got out of a relationship with my dude. He's thirty years old. I came back to my old situation. Long story short, I hustle now, I escort now. And like when I come home or like when I'm with him, like I don't I really don't want to be bothered. Like sex is not really on my mind after dealing with my ex, my thirty year old. Like I don't really want to fuck anybody like that. It's just, I just like the money that's coming in. So he gets mad because he wants to fuck me and I just, I'm not feeling it. I'm just, he's like, but you could go work. You could go in a hotel room. You could sit in a hotel room and wait for money, but you don't want to mess around with me. It's just me. That's me, though. That's ego, but in the middle of it being ego, it becomes, well, if that is the case, then maybe you don't want to be with me. Now, that may not be the case where you'd be like, no, nah, it's not that I don't want to be Yeah, I think that's what it is with me. I don't want to be yeah, with the Yeah, but that's what they Yeah, I don't. But then, it's like, do you want to just, I think that's what it is. Do you want to have a regular life where you have that life going on in your life? I want my regular life, but I want it with my ex. Me and my ex, we been through a lot or not. But I was escorting with him. He was okay with it, but like I would video record or like he would be live while I'm doing the dates or not. Um, but then it did come to a point where, you know, he started to get jealous or not, which I understand, you know. And long story short, I was still messing around with the 50 year old, which was like my sugar daddy. He was giving me money, he was helping me out here and there, just breaking me off and whatnot. So me and my dude got into it because of him. And we broke okay. up or whatnot because of that. And um, he put his hands on me because he was mad or whatnot and we just broke it off. But now I'm trying to get him back and I'm like so like sorry. Like I feel like I'll do a whole 360. I'm thinking about moving back out to where he's at and just like you know getting a job and shit like that to like miles? be stable to show him like okay like I'm I want to be type shit because we both fucked up kind of okay how many miles between them? Um, keep it a buck fifty it's like okay Cali does Las Vegas Okay, Cali to Las Vegas. We talked about 
city, the city, the city, the city. You talking about going through at least four? Yeah. So yeah, we talking, we talking over, over our drive. So I mean, I. I don't know. It's up to you. It's how you feel. I mean, because you have something going on in your life where you have it that's stable. It's something that you are dealing with, enjoying with, and this is your lifestyle. And then you want to still have a regular lifestyle, but you want to have it with the right person. Stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know how to really tell you other than go for what. Get this shit together, but then go for what you know. Go for what would make you feel like, okay, I can deal with this because I can see it. I'm, I'm being 29, 30 or whatever, and this is kind of what I'm dealing with now at 29, 30. What, position yourself, you know what I'm saying, and where you want to be. Yeah, I know where I want to be. I want to be back where I was at. We were together for a year. And he was set in his cell. Huh? How what sale? Your whole year. So what was up with y'all year that made it so special? Because we worked as a team. We did every not everything together, but we worked as a team. I feel like we were like low-key kind of married without a ring. Like I stayed home, he was working, I cooked dinner, like he played the video game. Good day, like it was just everything was good. Sounds like <laughs> that shit. It's just regular, just simple, right? Just simple shit. Right, you know, but then I did take I didn't know how to handle guys, I should say, or men. I'm not gonna say guys. I don't know how to handle like, a grown man because when we was in a relationship, like everything was cool, but then I stopped getting compliments. He didn't give, like, he didn't give me gifts. He was just, like, playing game. Like, he already got me. Like, he didn't have to do anything type shit. And I was talking to some of my guy friends, and they're like, that's what we do. Like, you know, sometimes you forget to, you know, say you're beautiful or, you know, like, love on you guys and do all this and do all that. Is that true? Or is it? Yeah, Yeah, that's what every relationship, and I think it happens really with women, more so than men because what happens is you get the ring or you get the engagement and stuff like that it's like okay I got somebody locked down you know what I'm saying and then now I don't have to you know what I'm saying try and try anymore you know what I'm saying I'm not trying to force myself to uh, go get a new perfume or go you know wear something different and do my hair different and stuff like that so it just becomes you start to gain weight and do all of that different types of stuff and guys do the same thing too but they stop Giving a fuck about how they look, cause they got somebody. So they don't put on all this weight and stuff too. No, talking about like like that too. That's what I'm saying. That becomes that becomes a part of it too. It's like I got somebody. So it's like okay, I got them now. And then with your lifestyle that you live, I, I tell you from experience, my thoughts from the inside or whatever is, I got her. She's doing all of this stuff. I don't really want to step on her toes, and then I don't want her to make me mad. Then I want what everybody else has in your brain. It's like everybody else is having all of this fun and all of this shit. Why can't I have the same thing? And when you say no, it just becomes, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
what the fuck? What am I dealing with this shit for? Fuck it. Become that. Right, right, right. But yeah, it didn't become that. It was just, I, I got, I was into the money. I came back to Cali for some money and I messed up everything. So now, you got me on You didn't mess up everything. What you did was you tried to put yourself in a different position. Don't, don't, I don't think you should look at it like, I'm, you know, down bad. Yeah, because I came to Cali for my music. I do music. And uh, I was doing that, but I was also like, you know, messing around with... He, I called him a sugar daddy, but he was my ex too. So, in the midst of all of that, you feel me? Like, I feel yeah. like I wasn't around. Yeah. I was. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And I told, I told him, like, you know, I was messing around with him or whatnot. He didn't want me to, but I did. And when I got home, he was just mad. And I thought he cheated on me. So, I was telling him, like, oh, you cheated on me. The girl told me that you cheated on me this that and the third and then we got into a big ass fight and then we went on separate ways but yeah we both messed up yeah and and that's why i'm like damn like so now i talk like i I can't eat sleep breathe without this dude but i'm living day by day or whatnot and i talked to him yesterday he's like you know just give me some time because he's like i'm traumatized and all this and all that like just give me some time and in the back of my head i'm crazy i'm thinking like (laughs) oh he's talking to another bitch he doesn't want to be with me he doesn't love me like you know how could he not think about me how could he doing that he doing that. I'm gonna let you know that right now. He's doing that. He's trying to figure out what he wanna do, and that's the you know what I'm saying. Coming from what you just said, you did the same thing, and that's just kind of where he is now. But the scariest part of what he said to you yesterday is he's making a decision, and it either is to keep pushing himself away from you because of how he feels and knows that it's wrong, and he's gonna continue that because he's positioning himself different or he's positioning himself to fuck it up or whatever he got going on to keeping you kind of around where maybe that might happen and may not be but I'm gonna say that I'm gonna keep it positive in my brain that I'm gonna just say I hope and I'm wishing for the best for that situation because I was kind of in that well am kind of in that same position where that's but he's one of those guys where he likes to be hardcore like he likes to not hardcore but like he knows how to discipline like he knows he's a man of his word like he knows how to he's very simple he doesn't really like chase after girls or whatnot like he's very shy and stuff like that but in the back of my head like I said I'm thinking he's talking to another female you done moved on already and that's that kind of hurts me because I haven't even moved on yet. Like, I can't even picture myself fucking another dude raw or, like, making love to another dude. Or, and I'm not going to lie. I've, I'm pretty sure he fucked somebody because I fucked somebody because I'm trying to get rid of him. But I just can't. I'm in love. I'm in love with him. Right. You got needs. Oh, yeah. So I feel what you're saying because, like, I almost feel like him. 
if he is black and white, he has decisions that he makes, he stands on, and that's just how he feels. So what, what I'm saying is, he has hit you up yesterday, said, give me some time. He's really trying to position himself on saying, is she going to be just messaging me all the time while I'm trying to get myself away from her? And I'm going to have to be strong and continue to be strong by myself or with somebody or whatever it is. But like, he's not scarred in the shit because he probably still thinks about you all the time the way I still think about my ex and shit all the time. But no, I, but see, what happened was this dude, I don't know who called the police or whatnot, but... When we got into the fight, the police came knocking at our door. I was all fucked up. So he went to jail. Mm-hmm. And um, I was in the house, and they took me out of the house because that wasn't, like, it didn't have my name on it. I, I was supposed to put my name on the house, or the reason why, but I ended up wrong. But long story short, he, um, that was his lease or his name on the house or whatnot. So I went to this hospital so they could check up on me or whatnot. But in, in my mind, I'm over here trying to get away from him, escape from him because he beat the dog shit out of me because I was telling him that he was cheating on me and stuff like that. So he's basically saying like, he doesn't know if he wants like, cause I, I guess I brought out a monster, but he's basically saying that his behaviors weren't okay, which they weren't okay. I'm not gonna lie to him. Like, oh, like I deserve no. They were not okay. But I'm in love with this dude, and to be honest, I will accept that aspect of him because I did, you know, cheat. I did, you know, go against. I did. Right, right. So it's just like now, I just want him to. Uh, I can't say I want him to get over it, but I feel like he, he's thinking like, is she being serious? You feel me? Because he's thirty, I'm twenty, about to be twenty-one. We this whole year, we it was. I'm not gonna say it's peaches and cream. It was rocky, or not, but it was because of the escorting. You know, me escorting, me wanting to travel, me wanting. And I tried to make him into a pimp. I'm not gonna lie. Like I wanted him, I wanted him to like travel with me. I wanted him to explore with me and stuff like that. But he's not a guy, you know. So I was also trying to create something that is not you for me, like right. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I can see him saying, "Shit, she probably gonna want me to do all of that type of shit that I don't want to do again, and all of that type mm-hmm. of shit. distress and shit." I understand exactly where he coming from. I understand that feeling 100. percent So that's what I'm thinking too. Like, hmm? I said that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm pretty sure yeah, he's doing the thing. He is, but I was gonna say my ex. She hit me up and she said like, I just want some sex. I'm like, that's kind of what I was asking you for when we used to get into it all the time. And I'd be like. Uh. Okay, let me finish. Nah, I don't want you. But you leaving about the crib. Okay, all right. Whatever. See, it was a difference with me and him. I was a sexual when he wasn't. Like, I would drain him the fuck out. And then I would be wanting more, but he, like, he wasn't the sexual. I was the one that was always. With him, yes, I was all over him. But 
but 50 year old, I cannot. I can't. And he told now, me. Now, watch this. I'm a very sexual person because man like I feel like my whole body was snatched my whole soul was snatched from me when we departed like when we separated I was losing my mind I didn't know where to go I didn't know what to do with myself like I that's a relationship man. that could be a friendship that's every type of Okay, cool. We can, you know what I'm saying, try and make this shit happen. Her first instincts was, oh, we mess with her, so no, nah, I don't want to break her heart because she like you. And it's not like, I told her I don't want her. And when we used to get into our problems with the sex stuff, she'd be like, you well, mess with her. Mess with her. She'd be like, you should have mess with her because she's a freak. And she's, she's, she is a freak. And, and when I look back on it, I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Right, I probably should have been right, but no, no, I know what I wanted, I knew what I could deal with, and I tried. It didn't work. Yeah, with the first situation, I don't know. Me and him used to have pieces and stuff with my homegirl, my friend, but then I felt like they were smoking around behind my back and shit like that. I don't, I don't know. I'll be happy you to felt like that, but it probably wasn't going on. If he was the type of black and white person that stood on his word, and you felt like all of that, he probably wasn't. Because I told you yeah. that to my And I tripped. No, I'm not going to lie. I tripped because one day she called him first. 
and she didn't call me to say good morning. I guess she was mad at me, but I'm like, bitch, first of all, I'm your friend. You should not be calling my nigga in the morning talking about some good morning. Who the fuck do you think you are? Well, she's a person you don't that come, you to that come to me. I feel you know, I feel what you're talking about. Go ahead. Yeah, that's what I, I, that's how I felt like if you want to text or if you go say good morning, say good morning to my phone and I will show him. You feel me? Oh, tell William I said good morning. Tell William I said good morning. Like, bitch. Yeah, she was mad at you. She was mad at you. So she was on some petty shit, but me, I don't, I don't hold nothing against nobody or whatnot. I don't know, but I think I played it too many times. Well, I mean, but yeah, so I hope and I pray that I get him back. My instincts, my intuition is just telling me to get my shit together and um, get ready for this life, this new life. Because when I was in the hospital, I had a spiritualist or my, uh, I had a whatever you want to call it. And she was just telling me, like, oh, God, keep on giving you husbands, and you keep on playing, and it's that third, blah, blah, blah. My life, I could say, has been sweet until this happened. And I could say, like, you know, it is true. I could have had the 50-year-old before him because I was dating the 50-year-old before I met the 30-year-old. But right. I didn't want the 50-year-old. So I went to the 30-year-old, but then the 30-year-old, I, I took advantage of him, you know, and... Well, we took advantage of each other, but mainly me because he's a man. He's 30 years old, got his own shit going on. Like, he means what he says. You feel me? And I'm over here just, oh, la, 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 Like, you know, not. I was taking it serious, but I didn't know how serious it was. You was an event to everything. You a man either. That's what it sound like. Yeah. Yeah, it sound like you wanted to know. Nah, no, you know no. How long ago? How long ago was your um your shits? Cause you talking about um yeah, three or four months show. ago. How long you think? Three or four months. Ago? Yeah. Yeah. So he was he's telling me now like you know give him two months or some change. But to be honest, I'ma focus on me and do what I gotta do. And like I said, get ready for this new journey, this new life. I even I'm going deep onto this little radio thing. But uh, when we was in a relationship, like, I wasn't ready to have a child, so I aborted our baby. And mm-hmm. he wasn't ready to have a child either, because he, he has one already, but he said that he wasn't ready to have another one. And when a guy says that, or when I hear that, I just, you know, I'm just like, okay, like, you're, you're not a father figure. Yeah, you gotta believe that shit. You gotta believe that shit. As soon as they say shit like that, as soon as men say shit like that, and giving you that warning, they blowing a whistle. Please yeah. believe that. Take it into consideration and really believe that. So, yeah, I got an abortion, you feel me? Because I respected what he said. And we were both being um, not safe or whatnot. So, I respected him and I told him an abortion. It hurt at me because I wanted to have the baby, but I understood where he was coming from. I didn't want him to be a deadbeat or I didn't want him to not support my baby or certain shit like that. I was just worried. I wasn't. Yeah. So I even. Yeah. I just pray. I just pray. 
because I miss them to this day. Like, I have an attitude. I wake up in the morning with an attitude. I, I, mm. I guess so. I, I, only thing I can say is, um, and I just changed the name of the topic so everybody won't just keep yes. hopping in looking for. Yeah, they hopping in looking for uh, NBA basketball. Still watching the. Uh, still watching. Do you watch uh, basketball? I do, but I'm not under my car right now. Watching the draft, watching what's going on. Your Warriors fan? No, I'm a Lakers. Mm. Lakers, LA Lakers. Uh, shout out to the Lakers, Laker Nation. I uh, got nothing more to say than that. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to y'all. But yeah, I'm sitting there watching the Warriors fan. That's enough. Man. Oh, no, they doing it. Doing it. Toxic relationships. And you know what's crazy? I told him. I told him I was like, before we broke up, broke up, I told him like, you know, how about we take a little break? You focus on getting your daughter back and I do what I gotta do get my mind together and probably we'll miss each other he didn't want to do that you know and i'm like Dang. yeah he wanted and to get all the way to all the I'm ready to take on our responsibility after I opened up my third eye and see what life is really about. Like, I'm ready to start my family. I'm ready to, like, just settle down. Let the story so you gave the dick. You said, okay, I want that. You said, yeah, I'm staying with that. I'm stuck on that. That shit is on repeat in your brain. Every- my life. What'd you say? I said somebody was calling me, but I said uh, he didn't put that dick in your brain, and that's all you think about. All you think about is all repeat, that's all you've been talking about. That's what it really is. <laughs> that's what it is. Oh that's my good. god. It's cool, though. No? It is what it is. And that's what I'm saying. Sex plays a part because I, I don't know. <laughs> it's very important. I call it the glue to any relationship because if that is strong then you know what I'm saying can't nothing really pull you apart if you're in a relationship if it's a magnet or whatever you know what I'm saying if that's what's holding you all together that is a very important thing so you all have to have common things that you all like to do together and stuff like that when it comes down to that because that's a choice for you and shit like that because if you're really angry have some sex I don't, I don't think you're going to be that mad that Right. So, it is what it is. Okay. 
Questions. I like to make sure I know what you're Shit, you ask all that shit online too. That online shit is real cool. Like, you know, you know. Know. be right there with you. I need you in person. For what? To fill on them and look at dick prints and do all of that type of shit? Oh, yeah. To think about them. That's one of my. Oh my gosh, I had a fantasy. I wanted to fuck my high school teacher, but mm-hmm. I never. What they teach? He taught art and history. That was my question. Who was the sexiest uh, teacher? And he wasn't really sexy. He was like, he looked like a nerd-ish, but it was just something about him. I was feeling. Right, if you took them clothes off, he wasn't going to look like a nerd at all. Yeah, I, was, I, wanted, I wanted him so, so bad. Up. I had a language arts teacher. She was uh, Spanish. Miss Santana. Never forget her. Fuck with her. Fucks with Miss Santana. Shout out to Miss Santana. Wherever you at right now. So she was young. She was young and shit. And she had a kid though. It's like, oh shit. She got a baby and shit. She gotta be somebody's daddy and shit. Growing up, I'm just a kid myself. I gotta be somebody's daddy and shit. That's how I used to look for her all the time. I gotta be somebody daddy. Right, that's all I was thinking about. Damn, I gotta be somebody daddy. Fuck. I don't mind. I don't mind being my mom. That my mom. I was thinking. Cause I was at the point where I didn't want kids. I don't want kids at all. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that. You know, I'm gonna be honest. Before I met him, or when I like, I didn't want kids at all. And the reason why is because we fight with the world and I feel like the world is just going faster and faster each year and it's kind of hard to like raise a child if you do not have a father figure or I want to say a village um, like far as family members and uncles and aunties because the streets will suck them up. Right. Right, that's true. I think about 2020 all fucking day. Kids in uh, virtual class and shit. Have you seen the little videos of the girl? The one the girl was a teacher. She's a woman. And it's like, I think they're like second grade or some shit. And it's like six or seven kids in her class. They all in a Zoom meeting. And somebody... I don't know if that was a mama, auntie, sister, niece, somebody. Walked in the background and was naked. Oh, I heard that. And the teacher like, oh my God, who is that? Oh my God. Oh, turn off your turn, uh, turn off your phone. Oh, uh, uh, she don't even know what to say. What can you do in that situation? You are all the way fucked up. You done seen somebody ask for 
explore more ass. Shit, I mean that's that's. I'm not gonna lie. I was when I was in elementary. My mom, I don't understand why adults do this, but my mom was like, "Do not watch this movie." I don't know if you know this movie called Motives. So. I watched the movie and it has some sex scenes in it and that was like my first sexual for me and I was just from there I, was, I think I was like in fourth or fifth grade from there I just wanted to know more about sex that's what's up I mean shit my mom is a beautician so all of my life she's been telling me you go to school to be a beautician you have to learn about the toes you learn about nervous you learn about all of the body I'm like but you gonna do that for Okay, cool. See, she had a diagram book from school way back, way back, and it had pictures of body parts and shit in there. And I was like, I'm fucking with this book. I need to see <laughs> what's going on with people's bodies because I fuck with this book. Right. So, yeah, that's how I got into. I'm yeah, see, mine was, was kind of discreet. It said I had. It was a hair book, actually. It's a book that's mainly about beautician. I think I've seen something like that, too. Come on, she's a beautician, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you up, you up late and nice sneaking in the books, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would just teach my, like, that's what we were saying. Like, that's the reason why I didn't want to have kids, because I don't want to fight against the world. And then, like, have an ignorant ass baby daddy, or you know, I want to be married if I do have kids, right? Because, in it, I want to say, not even just be married, but that father or the dad, the sperm donor, he has to be not a one, but knows what he's doing and ready to play the part as a father, right? But then things happen. That's what makes me scared about children. It's like, they can happen You're just never ready. Yeah. ready to be, to let go of being that self. Maybe I'm a selfish person all the way around. It's not ready to relinquish stuff. Everything. That's true. Nothing, nothing is about you anymore. Nothing. When people call me, all they care about is the key. That's true. I thought about t- that that too. I'm like, damn, am I selfish? Because <laughs> I be thinking the same thing. I'm like, when I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. I don't got time to be trying to Wait. in the car seat. Mm-hmm. Nobody trying to do all that shit. Right. And then you stuck with them for life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but one thing I can't that's say that's something that you do own is your DNA. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you own yourself too. When I think about that, no, you don't. When you really have somebody that you, you're their parent. You're always their parent forever. That job never ends. That's a yeah. once you do that, that's a job forever. Life. That's a job yeah. life. Yes. Always. My mom, she's a bitch though. She don't. She not like that. My mom, she she like. Like last time when I was going through all of this shit or whatnot and I needed like cause I was like low key kind of traumatized myself I needed like a little help like I didn't know how to drive well I did know how to drive but I was just too shaken up to drive I really wasn't like in the 
rice dinner mine. And I was given a job, and she's like, oh, it's not really fine. Like I, my I barely know who the fuck I am right now. But you see that I'm trying. Why the fuck are you gonna tell me to catch a bus and I got an interview in less than ten minutes? You feel me? Like she's she, 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 she a hot mess. Or better yet, when I was younger and I was in this, uh, I had a scholarship to like what is it? Cal State LA. Um, they had like a music school or whatnot. And long story short, my, every Saturday I was supposed to wake up at six or seven to go. My mom would not wake me up. She said she was like, "That was your responsibility to wake your own self up and get your own self up. You know how bad you wanted it. You should have got up. You knew that she had to be in class. You should have made it your business." I'm like, "Mom, I was only six or seven years old. I'm a child. You really think that I'm gonna get up on a Saturday after I didn't have school? Gotta do homework." You know, all this stuff. You really think I'm going to get up at a certain, at that time? By myself. But you know, you used to tell her shit like, yeah, I'm going to get up, mom. I'm going to get up. I'm grown. I got this shit. I got this shit. No, I didn't. Not me. I'm, I'm the quiet one. My little sister, yeah. But me, I'm, I was the quiet one. Hey, you is all. I'm, I'll get up, mom. I know this. It's one o'clock. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get up. Nope. She ain't even based to nope. That's alright though. That's probably the same type of parent that you would be though. Know, when your child gets to a certain age, you'd be like, okay, you're on your own. You got it. And that shit never stops. It does not. Thank you. Yeah, you have to do that. You just have to. Well, if and or but. But yeah, that's is- my mom. Yeah, my mom is kind of scary in that sense where she's like, if I keep on giving and keep on giving, then I'm babying you and I'm holding you back. That that really wasn't the case a lot of times. It really was not the case 85% of the time. It is what it was. It is what it is. You feel me? Parents. I don't think she's a bad parent. I don't think she's a B-I-T-C. She can't be, yeah, I don't think my mom's a bad point either. She did a good job with me. I made it this far. You feel me? But, um, yeah, she was a cold little piece. Which I, I liked it though. I'm not gonna lie. Would you rather have a hardcore parent or a sugar cold parent? And then when you get in the world, you can double sweat. You feel me? I have. From a person who was taught what they were taught when they were what was taught to my grandmother when she was little every day was you do anything wrong you're going to hell you do anything wrong you're going to hell God sees everything that you do so being raised up that way she teaches her kids in that way that everything is scary everything in this world out here is terrifying so when i get up to my age of saying shit uh my it's a party down the street it ain't even too far around here uh my cousin gonna come pick me up and 
you know, we gonna be in a car, so I don't have to walk. We gonna go there. We gonna chill. I'll be, I be back. Oh yeah, now I'm like, do you 
shit. But she's scared. She swears she's scared. Grandma, I mean grandma, mama getting into it and shit. Mama got stretch marks and shit. You got stretch marks? Mm-hmm. How you feel about your stretch marks? You ever had somebody I like them. You ever had somebody not like them? No. And if they did, they could kick rocks. Bye. Shout out to all my ladies out there that got their stretch marks. The stress marks, especially if they make nice designs and look nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But they do that though. Sometimes they make nice designs and do all that. Oh, it's neither him nor there. That's mad. That's weird. What? What like physical? What physical deformity? It could be anything. Give me a physical deformity that you find attractive. On me? Not on you. On somebody else. It could be uh, one leg longer than the other one. It could be shit. Freckles. I like ass. Like ass? Yeah. I like looking at ass. So, what deformity of an ass would you still be like years ago? What, little ass, big ass? I like them all. As long as she got a cuff. She got a cuff, she got a neck. It could be small. I don't know about the long neck. You ain't doing long neck. Yeah, that is ass long. Mm-mm. I don't like the screen, man. It's extra long. Mm-mm. We ain't doing flapjacks. Like a pancake? No, I don't like pancakes. Silly. Hold on one second, I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. I like ass. What part of the body do you guys like? <laughs> we got one listener. Let's follow Black Upwards. What's good with everybody? How do you guys feel about kids having kids? People growing, growing into this crazy world. Kids have kids. Yeah, kids having kids. Oh my gosh, you ain't never lied. But, but I think about kids having kids in this fashion. Back in Africa, back in the way back in children were having children. Like kids were getting married at 10 years old. But that's different. Now, American people, America? I will, this girl, oh my gosh, my friend brought this girl around me, she was 16, she had a, like a six month year old, this girl will leave her daughter everywhere, she will let any and everybody hold her, any man hold her, like, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, like, what is going on, like, why, why yeah. are you having this child, yeah, why are you in the house, she's over here going to other niggas' houses, trying to, just because she want to smoke, just because you want to smoke weed and you want to live life, you taking your baby with you? I girl summer every summer. No, like that shit is not cool. What happened? No, your baby is too pretty to be in every nigga's arms. To be, no, hell no. Oh, oh, oof. 
I mean, but back in the day, though. Back in the day, that's how we used to do. Yes, that's. But you know, technology, TV, none of that type of shit was around back then. But that's what they used to do. When you were of 12, 13 years old, you was getting married to whoever, and you was having children at that age back then. But yeah, I mean, it's not what to do. Right now. It's not I was right. sexual. I was sexual around 13. Right. 13. Yeah, so yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, that used to be the norm back then. Now it's technology and shit. I was being Dora the Explorer. Right. But you was still a sexual, horny type of person. Like that type of shit starts at a very young age. Yeah, it does. And that's what I tried to, that's, okay, so how do you feel about the R. Kelly situation? Because I, to be honest, I was into, like, I'm just going into R. Kelly. And if I was their age, I would have fucked R. Kelly too. But I would have never threw him up under the bus. I would have never, you feel me, um. Yeah, but yeah, you I know, some of the allegations, some of the things that, um, he wanted was a little over and beyond and that's what makes it hard when you're trying to you're trying to test people's limits and let me go back let me take a step back real quick the R. Kelly tape is one of the first pornographic scenes I've ever seen in my life Um, so yeah I, I had the tape and shit like that and it wasn't mine but it was in my house so I had the tape able to watch it more than once so i feel like if his situation to be honest, people's limits and shit like that if somebody says no or somebody's like not wanting to conform to what you really want you have to let these people go and him like keeping people and you know just they're not able to even speak to the outside world shit that's scary that's part of do you think he kept them or do you think that they were sold a dream and they felt for his dream because he's r kelly i think they wanted to be with him all of them i don't think nobody did to be with this person for because in the industry i'm not gonna hate the industry I ain't huh? hear nothing you said. I ain't hear nothing you said. Say it again. Okay, so I was basically saying, like, in the industry, like, basically, I was saying because you said these girls, you know, they were comfortable when not doing it or whatnot. So mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, in the industry, it's a lot of stuff that goes on. Like, it's he's not the only person that does stuff like that. And right. I was basically saying, like, me being in the industry, like, I had to stop recording for a little bit because my my producer he just can't keep you know he just can't stop putting his hands on me or you know trying to touch all over me or kiss all over me or trying to eat my pussy or he's just you know just doing too much and it's just like damn like i want to record i don't want to become a snitch i don't want to be like oh i don't fuck with this person because he's been trying to touch on me then they're looking at me like oh shit like 
damn, like, can we trust her? Like, can, can, right. can she be a part of you for me? So it's, it's kind of tricky when you're chasing your goals and your dreams. I feel like those goals were sucked in. You feel me like, oh, I can get your record label. I can do this. I can do that. You feel me? Now, that's y'all dumbass thoughts for believing what he said. He's R. Kelly. He's a man. First of all, he's a man. Before he's R. Kelly, he's a man. He's a nigga. Niggas lie. Niggas Niggas is gonna be niggas. You feel me? So you sitting there believing just because he has a logo, R. Kelly, just because he's R. Kelly, you believed what he said. So now y'all hurt because the money's not coming in the way it used to, or he's not giving you guys what y'all want, and y'all didn't done X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah, they're in a fucked up position. That's exactly how I feel. Because I'm like, when I, I can't, I couldn't even watch that story because I was 15 when I met my 50 year old friend. I was 15, um, and he didn't know my age. I lied about my age, or when I used to lie about my age to older men because I wanted the older man. Right. But uh, after that, you know, he found out I was solid. He was like, okay, like. You know, it's kind of weird, but you're okay with it. And my mom, she knew that I like older guys too. So my mom, she was okay with it too. She's like, okay, mom, it's not like she's she's being abused or she doesn't know what she wants or you know. I I knew what the fuck I wanted. I wanted a fucking grown ass man, you know. Right. right. And I didn't want okay. everybody all the I didn't want everybody out of my business going to school or, you know, you messing Oh, he, oh, y'all did, did, did No. Hell no. I need somebody that's going to keep it on the low. I ain't got to fuck with nothing. Mm-mm. And that's why I fucked with Aaliyah. AJ, nothing but a fucking number because right. she was holding it down for R. Kelly. I don't give a fuck right. with nobody. She was in love with him and I fucked with her. Definitely, because it's shit like that going on all the time. They slander you for me, but if you really want to get technical, guys um, in the hood, like mess around with younger females or be doing stuff with younger females, I'm not saying it's okay, but these females know what they want, right. they're not whitewashed, right? This shit is happening all the time, right? So if you're gonna stop R. Kelly, stop all these motherfuckers. <laughs> You feel me? There at the age of 15, you're considered a woman. You feel right. me? In other countries, 13, 14, they're getting married to older men, like you said, having children and all this and all that. We're just the only country that does not accept stuff like that, which I understand because some girls, I feel like some men have power, mind control issues, and not even mind control issues, they just know how to word stuff and know how to use women or use anything in their power. 
so I understand why they say no, but I feel like we mature fast enough. Shit, I knew how to clean, cook, do all that. You feel me? Like, I know how to do all that. Right, you know how to run a household means that you can have a house of your own, like at a very right. Right. But yeah. It's just some guys could be just more controlling than others. Like R. Kelly, I'm not gonna lie, he did abuse some of his powers, but what industry man does not abuse their power? I'ma be honest. <laughs> Cause I've been around a lot of them that oh I'm this person, I'm woman. I don't give a fuck who you are. <laughs> Do you really think I get? You really think I'm gonna let you between my legs because you're a wookie whoop? No. Right. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was because he's R. Kelly and it's because he's the person that he is. He, they wanted to be with him beyond he's just this star of a person, too. It's like, okay, I like what I'm doing here, too. Like, they were. To stay with a person over a month is letting right. you know they liked everything that happened basically. In two weeks, that first two weeks, definitely they love every moment. Right. But yeah, that's definitely one of the first that was definitely one of the 